Hey, what's going on? Thanks for pressing play and for spending part of your day with me. At the time I'm recording this, it is 8.16 a.m. on February 6th, 2020. It is a rainy and gloomy day here in New Jersey, but you know what? I'm not letting that drag me down because despite the external situation, I'm not going to let the inner joy and happiness I feel be affected by what's going on outside. I'm just bringing positivity no matter what I face. And this is one of the mindsets that I'm like most passionate about sharing with other people. Because no matter who you are, you're going to face hardship, right? You're gonna have bad days, you're gonna face adversity along the way. But you need to know that it doesn't need to control your emotions. You're the one with the power to think positively despite what situation you're feeling. You're the one with the power to focus on what you can be grateful for today. So yeah, don't forfeit that power just because you're struggling with a hard day. But you know, I guess that's just my opinion. And I do know what it's like to to face hard days. Of course, we all do. Sometimes tough days can take a real toll on us. Um, So I think it's just important, you know, for us to take a moment to check in with ourselves. And I want to do that right now. Let's determine how we're feeling. Think about what's going on in, in your mind today and why you may be thinking about certain things. And my hope is that you're in high spirits, right? And that you're excited for life today. But if you're not, it's okay. It's okay to to feel down. It's okay to be in a bad mood. You know, you don't need to fake being happy. But if if you want to, you can take some time right now to think through why you're feeling down and then determine what decisions you could make that will help you remember how, you know, great you are and how special life is and what you have going on today that you can be thankful for. And for me, I'm feeling really excited today, if I'm being honest. I, I really do mean what I said, that despite what it's like outside, I'm really excited and happy and joyful. Um, but I'm also feeling accomplished today. I had a good morning with a fun workout and a good, healthy breakfast. And as always, I helped Julie get out the door on time for work. Um, but this morning was definitely a bit different for us because Quinn had her first sleepover last night. So Julie and I had a night off from from being parents, um, which one of the benefits of that was just having a really good night of sleep. And although it felt weird not having Quinn here during the night and this morning, it really did open my eyes to the amount of freedom and free time that's available when you don't have a child to take care of. And it's kind of had me reflecting on what life was like before kids and how, you know, of course there was a lot of things going on and there wasn't just total freedom. Um, It did make me realize that I had a lot of time (laughs) before, before Quinn came along and 
I probably didn't use it to the best of my ability, but right now I'm taking advantage of this freedom. And uh, yeah, I just have had a really productive morning and I'm feeling very accomplished because of that. But I don't want to spend too much ta- too much time talking about all of that right now. It was really nice to get a full night of uninterrupted sleep. But in this episode, I want to talk about some other experiences that I've had with sleep. Lucid dreaming and sleep paralysis are two sleep-related conditions that I've experienced over the years, and I want to talk about them with you. And if you know what these are, or if you've ever experienced them, I'd be very interested to hear from you what your thoughts are and what your experiences have been like. And if you've never heard of these, or maybe you have heard of them but have never experienced them, you know, I'm really excited to share my stories with you because they they are pretty intense. So welcome to episode 31. This one is all about sleep. Alright, first off, I want to state that despite being someone who wakes up at 4am and 5am almost every day of the week, I am someone who loves sleep. I love being in my bed, curled up, comfy and warm, and just (laughs) being lazy and being asleep. I love getting a full night's sleep. I feel really energized when, um, when, when I wake up after a nice snooze. Uh, But I I wake up early because although I I love sleep, I don't love it as much as being awake and experiencing life and being productive, really. That stuff makes me extra happy. Um, However, over the years, sleep has provided me with some of the craziest experiences that I can ever try to explain. And that's why I want to spend today talking with you about these two things, lucid dreaming and sleep paralysis. So first, I want to discuss lucid dreaming. For me, the first time I heard about lucid dreaming, it was described as a state of being completely asleep, right? Being in your dreams, but also being aware that you're dreaming. And during that awareness, you gain the ability to control your actions in your dream. So I became really interested in experiencing this because, you know, who doesn't want to be able to do whatever they want in their dreams at night? So as I read a little bit more about what this was like and really, like I said, got very interested in being able to do this, at some point along the way, I found out about this theory or this method to help you learn how to lucid dream about Uh, imagining yourself holding a red ball. Um, So, you know, I I didn't have the time to go back and try to find the original, like, article that I read. So I'll just explain what I can remember from it. And pretty much what this method taught was, as you're going to sleep, while you're trying to fall asleep at night, imagine yourself. As if almost like you're looking into a mirror, or even from a third perspective, from an outside perspective, I would just imagine myself and what I look like. And I'd picture myself holding a red ball in my hand, like a small, probably tennis uh, tennis size ball in my hand. 
and I would just picture this red ball and I'd really focus on this red ball in my hand as I tried to go to sleep. And I have this image in my head. And, um, you know, I did this for a while. And the idea is that as you do this and as you practice falling asleep, thinking about this red ball, at some point there will be a night while you're dreaming, you will see a red ball and it will help trigger your mind into realizing that you're asleep and that you're dreaming. But through that visual of seeing that red ball and that trigger of realizing you're dreaming, you'll be able to start lucid dreaming, become aware that you're dreaming, but that you can now control what you're doing. That, That sounds crazy, doesn't it? I mean, if you've experienced lucid dreaming, you know that it is one of the wildest things because you're you're like able to do what you want in your dream which is also kind of scary if i'm being honest um you know and in my own experience i haven't been able to change the setting of my dream i haven't been able to like totally transform what I'm dreaming about, but I have been able to control my actions within the setting and within the characters that are there in my dream. And listen, this isn't something that I can do uh, off, you know, um, whenever I want. I can't do it on demand. And I honestly have only ever done it like probably a dozen times. Um, and they've been very spaced out. And yeah, I guess they've just been really intense. Um, Another thing that has helped me become aware of the fact that I'm dreaming, and I'm just going to mention it very briefly because it's not really lucid dreaming, um, but maybe it kind of does, it's a similar situation. I have had experiences where I have seen people in my dream who have passed away. And when I see them, I realize that person is dead, right? And then because of that realization in my dream, I realize that I'm not I'm not awake, that this isn't real. Um, And those experiences have been pretty crazy as well. I really remember specifically one of them, or I get two two times that this has happened where I woke up and just felt like, whoa, like I was really kind of not creeped out, but just, it was a weird sensation. Like it had me thinking very deeply about like, where are we while we're dreaming? Like what, what is actually going on when we're asleep? Like, why does our brain create these worlds and where, where is it? And all these weird things. Um, I just remember two situations where I, uh, and separate dreams, separate nights. I don't know how far that they were split up, um, you know, time-wise, but where I saw someone in my dream and then I realized that person is dead. And then me and that person made eye contact. And then that person, like, as if they knew that I knew that they were there, but they're not alive anymore. And they, like, kind of adverted their eyes and their glance and tried to, like, sneak out and like get away from the situation. Um, Really, really weird stuff. But 
just to bring it back to lucid dreaming, um, yeah, to be able to do whatever you want while dreaming is insane. And this the the first like craziest, most amazing uh, experience with lucid dreaming is one that not only included being able to decide what I was doing, but I also had the opportunity to fly. And I've always wanted to have a dream where I was flying. That was has been something that I've always wanted. I remember one time I had a dream that was very close to what it was like to fly, but uh, it I, I didn't. Instead, it involved a staircase, and I like climbed a staircase, and it was like an outdoor staircase that had no uh, railings or anything, but it just like brought me higher and higher and higher and higher and higher until I had this like really amazing view of whatever the setting was in that dream. But I wasn't like flying. But I finally, through lucid dreaming, had an experience where I was walking around an inner city setting. It reminded me a lot of Camden. Um, And I've spent a good amount of time in Camden throughout my life. So that's pretty much, that is where I was. And it was a lot of like rundown row homes um, with big like empty lots and a lot of chain link fences. And I'm like walking around, the the sidewalks are all cracked and um, and they're like older, kind of like dirty streets. And um, I'm I'm walking all around and I, I realize that I'm dreaming. So then I start to like really be aware of my surroundings. I'm like, what, you know, what can I do right now? Where, where should I go? What should I like seek out? Um, and I remember there being like an empty lot and there was a recliner chair, one of those big lazy boy looking type chairs in this lot. And there was a bunch of other trash in the lot too. Um, I remember walking up to it and I don't know exactly how it all played out, but I just was aware of the fact that this recliner could fly that it actually had the ability to like, you know, the little lever on the side that helps you kick your feet up and and recline back in the chair, that not only could it do that, but it also was a way (laughs) for this thing to fly around. So I sat down in the chair and it, uh, it took off and I was just like flying this recliner chair over the streets of Camden, having this insane lucid dream of... Uh, flying man it was nuts so that's what lucid dreaming is those are some of the early weird experiences i had with it and then those are and then like that specifically was a an amazing flying dream where i was completely aware of the fact that i was dreaming and it was awesome um and yeah there have been other ones along the way but it's been a while i think since i've experienced it um which brings me to sleep paralysis, and this is something that I uh, experienced and I I would even say suffered from for a few years during college, but again, it's been a while um, since I've experienced this as well. Um, This is the scariest thing I've ever experienced in my life. Hands down, have never had anything like this uh, happen to me or like feelings like this have never been uh, brought up except for during sleep paralysis. And if you don't know what it is, it is the inability to move or talk. Um, You're literally paralyzed and it normally happens when you're trying to go to bed or when you're waking up. And for me, it mainly happens when I'm 
going to sleep. Um, and there's just this weird, weird sensation uh, that sort of takes over. And it's like you're struggling to go to sleep. But in that exact same moment, you're trying to like wake yourself up because you're in this limbo stage between the two. And it started for me in college. Um, I can't remember what year, but it got pretty bad, I guess, during like senior year and then the few years after college. Um, And like I said, while I'm trying to fall asleep, I'm in this weird limbo stage. And what happens is I, I try to then like move my body in order to adjust myself or like get more comfortable. Um, and I realized that I can't, that I cannot move my body at all. Um, and for me, it's always happened that I am, I can't tell if my eyes are open and I see the room or if that my eyes are closed, but I'm, um, I'm picturing the room I'm in because that's where, that's how it always happens is that I am in the exact scenario in my bed with whatever room I'm in. So when it was in college, it was in that room. Um, and years that it's happened here at home, I've been in, in my room. I just don't know if my eyes are open. I think that they are. And then I'm trying to like look around, but I can't move my body. I can't talk and I am paralyzed. And um, another part of, of this experience um, that many people talk about and that I've 100% experienced is there is this incredible fear that takes over because for me, I feel as though there's something in the room and that whatever it is that's in the room is a very evil thing. I know that other people have talked about this and said that they visually are able to see a figure that comes into their room uh, and that they have no ability to move or yell or wake themselves up. Um, for me, yes, exactly that, but I don't see anything. I just feel that there is a presence of something very evil and negative and just super, super scary. I'm literally, you're paralyzed, you're locked in place. Um, so it's very crazy. Uh, it's probably... You know, it's just the, the the scariest thing I've ever experienced, but it also is scary for Julie in the times that she's been there with me that I, I've been experiencing it because I'm doing everything I can to yell and scream and move my body and just make some sort of noise so that she can help me wake up so that she can help like shake me and get me out of it. Um, so yeah, she has had some scary moments where she realizes that I'm like, making noises and I'm like, you know, at a very low whisper, uh, trying to make noises. But in my reality, I'm screaming my head off. I'm literally yelling as loud as I possibly can, doing everything I can to thrash my body around and move around. And and what she experiences is me just like making really small movements and like whispering. Um, Oh my goodness. I hope that talking about this doesn't bring it back. Cause I, uh, it's been a, a bit, I don't, I don't know exactly how long, but probably, um, close to two years, I think 
or, or I don't know, time is a weird thing. I can't really remember. Maybe it's only been a year, but yeah, I did, I did have it the last time. And I just remember, oh my, I was, I was there stuck. And I remember just looking at my door because the door to our bedroom was open. And again, I couldn't see anything, but I had the feeling that that thing, that that presence was just like making its way in through the door. And it was, it was there. Um, oh, oh, terrifying. Just so, so bad. So yeah, that's been my experience with sleep paralysis. I didn't know what it was. I experienced it by myself, uh, the first couple times and just sort of wrote it off as being a bad dream. And then after it happened a few times, I just looked it up and yeah, bam, other people experience it too. So I would be super interested to talk to you about it. If you have uh, had experiences with it, um, that's the, that's the story that I have. Uh, again, I hope that I don't have to experience it ever again. And uh, yeah, it's just crazy, 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 crazy stuff. Both lucid dreaming and sleep paralysis are wild. And, you know, it, it's insane to think about dreams and the ways in which they reveal things to us and um, sort of like the underlying messages that we can take away. For a while, I was actually keeping a dream journal because dreams are just so interesting and the people that you see and interact with in your dreams, it's just like so fascinating to me. So for a while, and by a while, I mean like I think I did it two or three days in a row, but it became really hard to maintain because I would have really vivid, crazy dreams. And you know how dreams are. You'll have like seven in one night. <laughs> They'll all be separate dreams, but sometimes they're like still interconnected. And to try to like write the details down of that dream was <laughs> nearly impossible. So I sort of gave up on it. I wish that I that I continued to do it because um, I'd be very interested to to have a record of that so I could remember them even more. Um, but yeah. Share with me your experiences with lucid dreaming or sleep paralysis. Um, you can get in touch with me via social media or email. I guess the best way is just to message me on Instagram. Um, yeah, I would love to have a conversation with you because this stuff is wild. Uh, I hope you have an awesome day and that you, you know, one day do get to lucid dream if you've never done it because it's it's really cool. And I hope that you never have to experience sleep paralysis. Thanks again for listening. I will see you next time. Hey, one last thing. If you like this episode and are looking forward to new episodes of this series, I encourage you to leave a review and subscribe to this show. I'm no social media guru, but I think that's how more people are going to have a chance to hear it. Thanks again. Have a great day.